0: welcome to north douglas church online i'm pastor rod fair here in victoria british columbia today i want to talk a little bit about the lessons that we have learned in the midst of the pandemic and so this message is called remembering separation loss and lessons I want to remind you that all of these messages that we are sharing with you uh, can be found on our webpage, northdouglaschurch.com, as well as on our YouTube channel, Facebook page and podcast. If you want to reach us and send us a prayer request, you can send it to prayer at northdouglaschurch.com. The truth is that in the midst of this pandemic, we have all been affected uh, in a variety of ways. Here in British Columbia, the restrictions are beginning to lift as we come into the summertime. And we're very grateful for the, the outlook as we move forward and the kind of freedoms that we are hoping to get back. The truth is that we have felt the, the restrictions, we have felt the, the need of, uh, of having COVID-19 issues uh, dealt with. And it, it has been a struggle over the last year and a half. We need to recognize that. And today I just wanted to acknowledge the things that that God has been speaking to us in the midst of this. I wanted to talk about some of the things that we have felt through this and uh, just come to grips with where God is taking us in the future. You know, an interesting thing has happened uh, in the past. There was one particular day where... Uh, you know, my usual routine in the morning is uh, I take my time uh, just getting up and getting ready for the day. I don't spend a whole lot of time in front of the mirror. But After I take a shower, you know, I fix my hair and, uh, you know, get dressed for the day and then go down and have some breakfast. I'm a little bit groggy until I get a little food in my system and a cup of coffee. And then, you know, I'm ready to, to tackle all of the different tasks that are coming in my day. This one particular day, I was in a hurry. And so I had got out of bed and I realized that I didn't have a whole lot of time. So, you know, it was a quick shower and a quick dressing and getting ready. And food was just kind of shoved in and I'm just on the go. Well, I get to the office and I'm also very busy expecting appointments and people that are coming and going things that need to be done. About noon, I go into the washroom and I look in the mirror and I realize that I have forgotten to fix my hair. I have been going about the work uh, in the church for the entire morning and nobody said your hair looks messy or what did what did you do just jump out of the shower which is actually what I did do. I must have looked in the mirror but totally forgot what I was doing and uh, forgot what I looked like and so by the time I, I got about my day it was just a forgotten memory. You know, that happens to us at times. We get busy, we get involved with the things of the day, and we forget things. We forget what it has been like in the past. We forget what we're moving towards in the future. And certainly in the midst of COVID-19 restrictions and all the things we've been dealing with in this health issue, sometimes we forgot what has gone by. We've forgotten what uh, we are looking forward to in the future. Where are we aiming Things can become a little muddled, and unless we take a good hard look at what has happened uh, and realize what God has been speaking to us in the midst of this, it can be a difficult thing to be able to move forward with confidence. And so I want you to uh, just walk with me a little bit in the midst of some of the things that God has been showing us. I think one of the things I wanted to to talk to you about today was just about separation. I want you to remember the separation that has occurred over this last year and a half, and so I want you to just think: What has it been like for you in the midst of the COVID nineteen restrictions? Some of you, it it's not really been a, a big disruption. Maybe your job uh, didn't really lend itself to that kind of thing that needed to be restricted, but. There are others who have lost their jobs. They have been not only separated from their co-workers, they have been separated from financial um, employment. And so it's been a big deal. Others have been working from home. They were sent home from the office in order to try and keep people safe. And the separation that happened uh, ultimately caused a lot of communication issues. So I think that we need to acknowledge that there has been A need within our society to be able to maintain some physical distance and care for the the medical issues but the reality is that the separation has caused us some anxiety and it's caused us some some difficulty so I simply ask you to consider will you remember what it's been like will you acknowledge what the issues have been it it certainly hasn't been easy for the church I mean we have been separated at times from each other in different ways some people have needed to stay home for health issues others have uh, just wanted to for various other reasons sometimes we've only talked on the phone or talked online and there's been this separation that's happened i think one of the things that i have missed most has been corporate worship and i know that we have worshiped online we have prayed together but there's something about being together in person and there has been a sense for many that they have um, really missed out on what God does in the midst of a group meeting. I want to remind you that although we've experienced separation, we have not been separated from God. In fact, Romans chapter 8, verse 38 and 39 says, for I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angel nor demon, neither the present nor the future, nor any power, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. I am so thankful for God's presence in the midst of the restriction that we have gone through, what the church has gone through, what my family has gone through. God has been there all the time. And as I've called out to him, I've expressed my emotions to him, I have sensed his presence with me and it's not been the same as when I can gather with uh, many people in the church and worship together, but God is the same and he has always been present. I'm so grateful for that and I hope you are too. Let me talk a little bit about loss because we need to acknowledge the fact and we need to remember that in the midst of the COVID-19 restrictions, we have experienced loss and i think that along with that there comes a grief that we need to acknowledge in order to be able to heal and to to move past that and so some of the loss that we have experienced here at north douglas church of course has been a loss due to death now we haven't we haven't lost anybody uh, to death that's had to do with covid-19 but all the same there have been people that have died in the midst of our congregation that've been a part of our church family and we haven't really been able to celebrate them. We haven't been able to acknowledge uh, their death in a public way. Often it's the celebrations of life that have occurred when someone has died have been very private. And maybe you've experienced that as well, where there's been a death in the family and all you could have is maybe, maybe 10 people gathered around a gravesite, or, or having a small memorial outside somewhere. I mean, these things uh, take a toll on us and we have experienced loss. There's another kind of loss that's happened within our church, and that is there's some folks that have moved away. I mean, this happens on a regular basis, but during these COVID-19 restrictions, it's quite possible that many others didn't realize that they were losing part of their church family due to a move. And so, this kind of thing has happened in our midst, and I just want to acknowledge it today. We're grateful for the people that have been a part of our church family, and are sad when they move away. We're 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 glad for them that they have a new thing that's happening in their life and a new season, and that maybe involves a new house or maybe even a new town. And so, but we're we're going to miss them. So we bless them, but we're going to miss them. The other kind of loss, of course, is when we grieve over tragedy. And there have been many people that have passed away due to COVID-19 or they've been affected in some other way. And certainly, uh, we need to acknowledge the fact that right now, the Indigenous community in Canada is grieving heavily over the fact that there's these unmarked graves of children that have died within the residential school system. And although uh, these deaths may have happened years ago, the grief is still very present and very real. And uh, we need to grieve with our friends and our neighbors. And when there is a sense of loss, um, it it can be difficult. But in the midst of COVID-19, it's difficult to be able to really acknowledge that in a public way, since no public gatherings have really been allowed to happen. And so we just want to acknowledge the fact that there has been a loss within some of these communities and it has been uh, affecting really our whole nation. And of course, we've lost things due to restriction, right? We've lost some freedom. We we haven't been able to go where we wanted or we're wearing a mask because uh, it's enabling some people to be safer than uh, without them. And there's all kinds of these things that have Um, really impinged upon our freedoms. We, We want to see those things get back. But there's a sense that, you know, something that's going to be in the future is not going to be like it was in the past, that nothing will really return to normal. And I think that we need to be able to grieve that a little bit. But the loss is not devastating, regardless of which one you're talking about. Loss is not devastating when we take it to God and ask for his help and his healing. In fact, in Psalm 34, it says, the Lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. You know, the Lord knows about loss. I mean, Jesus Christ died on a cross and there was a sense even for the disciples that they had lost their master. They had lost their rabbi, their teacher. Now, Jesus rose from the dead and ultimately they gained back what they became came to know a very real savior, risen from the dead, conquer over death in the grave. But at the beginning, there was this sense of loss. And God needed to bring about, uh, in his time, the healing that would be necessary. So we too need to process that loss and be able to ask God to heal our broken heart. And the last thing I want to talk to you about, of course, was lessons. We cannot go through these kinds of experiences that we've had in the last year and a half without learning some lessons because God has been speaking in the midst of the pandemic. And sometimes we have been so focused on ourselves. We've been so focused on what we think is happening that we've lost a sense of what God is saying. And I really think it's important for us to um, really digest what God is saying in the midst of this. Like it doesn't really matter if you agree with the government's response or all the things that the, have been in the media about the health issues what matters is that God's been speaking in the midst of it all have you been listening and that is the challenge for you and for me this is what it says in first Peter chapter 2 but as you come to him the living stone rejected by humans but chosen by God and precious to him You also, like living stones, are being built into a spiritual house to be a holy priesthood offering spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. I think that the tragedy uh, in the church attitude that the pandemic has brought to light has been this restriction over the church building. I mean, we've been restricted in gatherings and there's been a lot of crying out, oh, how hard done by are we? We've lost the ability to go into our church building. We've, we've lost the ability to gather. And that's been a real familiar refrain all across the world in Christian circles where people have said, you know, well, well we've lost this and, and it's, it's too bad. And I believe that God is speaking to us in this vein saying, you think your building is really the biggest problem that you have? I mean, seriously, if the church was just a building, we would all be in serious amount of trouble. The reality is the church is not a building. The church is the people of God that meet and represent him to the world. And so this is the main point of my message today. The lesson we have learned through this past year is that the church is not a place to attend spiritual ritual. But a gathering of people who live as people chosen by God to represent him in this world. And see, this is really what I consider to be the main lesson that God has been speaking to us about. Is that, is church just a place? Or is church really the people? And I believe God is saying, church is about the people. And so while uh, church meetings in a building may have been halted or interrupted or restricted... In truth, the people of God have been able to thrive and have been able to serve God in the midst of all of this. And so these are some of the things I want you to take away as we consider this lesson that God is saying. You know, these lessons of attitude change that we need to be reminded of are, first of all, the church is a place of worship, needs to be adjusting to the church are people of worship. You know, we realize that the church is a building where worship takes place. And that, that's an important part of what a, a church, what our church does. Why we are here. Why we have a piece of land with a building on it. And now, not all churches do, but they meet somewhere in a physical place. But if church worship is only about a physical place, then why does God talk so much about the heart? And when we read through the scriptures, we see that God's desire is for people to express their heart. And so I really do believe that our attitude as churches needs to adjust, and we need to come to an understanding that worship is not about a place. Worship is about people, and we have an opportunity any place we go, whether it be at the grocery store, whether it be in our homes or when we're having a business meeting, riding in the car, we can worship God wherever we are. We can be hiking on a trail and looking at a mountain or a sunset and say God you are fantastic, the things that you have made are amazing and wonderful. And our worship should pour out of our heart whether we're meeting in a church building or whether we're somewhere else. And I think that's important to realize that God has called us as a church to be worshipers, not just to attend a place so that we can sing some songs or we can pray some prayers. You are a worshiper wherever you go. And so let's take that lesson with us into the future as we consider what we've learned in the midst of this pandemic. Whether we meet in a building or whether we meet in a home or whether we're by ourselves, we can worship the Lord God Almighty. The second lesson i think we need to learn and this attitude change that needs to come about is that the church is a place of witness needs adjusting to the church our people of witness you know every time that people come into the church building for a church service i believe that they should expect to hear the word of god that they should expect to hear a witness of jesus christ of who he is however Is a church building or a church service the only place that people should hear about Jesus Christ and the truth of God's word? Absolutely not. I mean, any place that the people of God go, they should be witnesses to the truth of who Jesus is. And so whether it is at work or having a conversation in a coffee shop, whether it's around your dinner table with your your kids, we need to be sharing who Jesus is. That's the witness of the gospel. And so let's not restrict the truth of the gospel of Jesus Christ to a building, but let's adjust our attitude and say wherever we go, we are representatives of Jesus Christ and we are witnesses to the truth. And I believe that the world will be affected for the good as we share who Jesus is. The third lesson that we need to learn is, And reminded of is that the church is a place of encouragement needs adjusting to the church are people of encouragement. I think it's a reasonable expectation that as as visitors come to a church building for a church service that they expect to receive a message of encouragement, that they want people to be kind to them and they want people to be able to help them, lift them up in their spirit. There are people that come burdened with prayer requests and it's reasonable to assume that as they, those requests are prayed for, that they feel better, that they are encouraged in help. And although that is an important uh, element of what a church building is about or a church gathering, the truth is that should be happening anywhere the people of God go. You are God's chosen people, and you should be people of encouragement, people that are lifting up others, people that are helpful, people that are supportive. And so no matter where you go, the lesson, of course, is not to let encouragement or kindness just be in a church building, but that it would be everywhere, that we would share God's love by encouraging and helping others. And the fourth lesson is that this attitude needs to be changed so that the church is a place of prayer, needs adjusting to the church, are people of prayer. Every time people come into our church, we want to be able to pray together. We want to be able to call on God's name, lifting up requests and burdens. And I think that this place, this building as a place of prayer is important. However, this is not the only place where we pray, nor should it ever be. We pray at home, we pray at work, we pray in the car. Wherever we go, God's spirit is with us and we need to call on God's name. We need to call to him in prayer. And so as we consider this element of what it means to be the people of God, prayer should be with us everywhere that we're, we're walking, whether we're talking with people that are friends or strangers, you know, we need to lift up people's burdens. In fact, if we have an opportunity as people share their needs, we should pray with them, expecting God to move in power and the Spirit of God to lead us as we pray for others. God wants us to be people of prayer, not just at a meeting, not just in the church building or at a prayer meeting, but we need to be people of prayer all the time. You know, as I come to the end of this message, I want you to understand that The restrictions may be lifted, but have we actually learned what God wanted to teach us in the midst of this season of our lives? You know, are we people of worship wherever we go? Are we people of witness wherever we go? Are we people of encouragement wherever we go and whoever we meet? Are we people of prayer? With any time that people give us their needs or we feel moved by the Spirit of God. I believe that we can do all these things as God's people, the church, whether we're meeting in a building or not meeting in a building. And so let's pursue the things of God. God is making us into a temple of living stones and we need to be able to continue to worship Him. We need to be able to continue to witness for Him. We need to be able to continue to uh, encourage others and pray for others. You know, we, we can process all the things that we've experienced about separation and loss as we come to God and expect great things for our future. Over the summer months, as we come into July and August here at North Douglas church, we are going to shift gears a little, and we are going to teach and preach and talk about the person of Jesus. And we want to focus on Jesus. We want to come to him as the son of God, just calling on his name as our savior, as Messiah. And so I trust that as we put some of these restrictions behind us, we'll enter into a season and a time of focusing on Jesus and really falling in love with God, our savior over and over again. Let's pray together. Father, thank you for watching over us. Thank you. Uh, that you have been a part of what has gone on in the midst of these restrictions throughout this pandemic. And God, although these things might not be completely done at this time, we are anticipating a new season in life, and we are asking for your presence to lead us and guide us forward. Help us to learn the lessons that you have been speaking to us in the midst of this pandemic that we might not just be coming to a church building, but God, we might be the church. We might be the people of God so that we can celebrate, that we can worship together, that we can let your name be known in our city and in our neighborhoods. We thank you for the opportunity of serving you and pray that you will continue to lead us forward. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for taking into this teaching today. God bless you in all that you do, wherever you